Welcome to the Deep Work Podcast with Anthony Lucarini. I am Anthony Lucarini, and we have been in a series called Five Keys to Longevity, and they have been phenomenal. If you are just starting on this episode, you need to go back to number one. It's going to help you to listen to these in order. Again, you don't have to, but that's going to be most beneficial. Um, we are here with John Brown. John, what is up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Good morning. Good morning. It's so good to see you. We are, man, we've been diving in over the last couple of weeks. Man, we've talked about Sabbath and soul care. Uh, we talked about morning routines and disciplines. We talked about physical health and habits. And here we are today talking about mentors and coaches. So you've been that for me. Um, so grateful for you. Uh, I want to hear just what you have to say, what you have to pass along on this topic. Well, I love that we connected this way. I mean, that's how this all happened because yeah. you reached out to a friend, Micah McDonald, right? And said, hey, connect me with some of your people that you respect and admire and look to as voices. And then that connected us. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's because of your heart to learn and to grow, to be mentored and coached that we're even connected and doing this podcast. And so I respect you greatly, your, your hunger and your desire to grow and learn, man, I think that's incredible. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're wired together is because I'm wired yeah, the same way. Yeah. I yeah. love this. I, I, one, of, uh, one of my favorite sayings, uh, Justin Bieber has tattooed on his body, uh, and that's better <laughs> at 70, right? He's got a yeah. cut on his thigh. He's got yeah. that tattoo better at 70. I think there's a couple of guys that have that as well. But that's one of my mantras, man. I want to be better at 70. Forget that, man. I want to be better at 80. I want to be better at 90. <laughs> yep. You know what? I want to, I want to show up. And I, the only way that I know that I'll be able to do that is really by continuing to be a lifelong learner. Mm. So yeah. I always try and have mentors and coaches in my life, multiple. Actually, my goal is to have three or four mentors and coaches in my life at any given time. Mm. So I'm constantly learning. And uh, this really was born out of Anthony being a small town kid from a small town church. My youth pastor went to prison when I was in college for, for mm. doing stupid things. Um, I didn't have a, a pedigree in ministry. My parents weren't pastors. So I'm at Bible college. I'm at ministry college learning to be a pastor. And I'm looking at all these dudes around me, all these uh, young leaders around me. And I'm feeling like an idiot, to be honest yeah. with you. I felt like nothing felt like a nobody. And I love that because the scripture talks about in Corinthians, you know, Paul was struggling with some of that, the thorn in his flesh, and he was asking God to take it away. And God said, don't, don't ask me to take it away anymore. Stop yeah. asking me to take that away because it's in your weakness that I'm made strong. Mm. My power yeah. is made perfect through your weakness. And so yeah. I, I kind of had a similar conversation with God going, God, I don't understand like why you would even choose me. And, and it was reminded of that scripture that it was in my weakness and my smallness and yeah. my feeling like a nobody that, that he's made strong, that he's most glorified and lifted up. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one of my favorite scriptures is Acts 431 that talks about the, the, the leaders were watching um, Peter and John preach and they were amazed that these were just ordinary men yeah. Yeah. who had been with Jesus. Yeah. And, and I, I love it. I love being just ordinary. But I know that one of my strengths not only is leaning into the power of the Holy Spirit, but leaning into mentors and voices that can help me to grow. My weakness has caused me to, to reach out for help, 
to add, to have a hunger to grow and learn from leaders who have gone before me, who are yeah. a little bit further down the path. And so if you're listening to this podcast, that's what you're doing. You're leaning into Anthony and all the voices that all of the wealth of wisdom that he has and the mentors he's reaching out to, you get to be a beneficiary of. You get to be a fly on the wall listening to those mentoring conversations. And Anthony, I know that's your heart while you're doing this yeah. is yep. you're going, hey, man, selfishly, I just want to learn. And then I want to yeah. share it with the world. And I think yep. that's incredible. So mentors and coaches, what's the what's the difference between a mentor and a coach? I don't know the technical difference per se. I don't have a definition for you. But for me, I see a mentor as uh, and, I, and again, I try and have about three or four of those in my life at any given time as somebody that uh, I admire. So one of the things that I'll do going into 2021 is look at the, the three or four areas that I want to grow the most in, in, yeah. in this next year, I've already started writing down that list uh, communication because I communicate a lot happens to be at the top of that list pretty much every year. So I look at uh, that. I might look at, man, I want to grow in my disciplines or I might want to grow in my reliance on the Holy spirit or my prayer life. And I'll look to people that I see around me in my world as having being gifted in that. Maybe I want to grow as a husband and a dad and I'll look, man, that guy is an incredible husband, incredible dad. I look at his kids and they're well adjusted and they love Jesus. And I want to be more like that guy. So I'll ask, I'll, I'll write out that list of my top three or four areas. I want to grow. Then I'll, I'll write down a bunch of names of people I admire and how they fit into those categories, and I'll reach out to them. And uh, I, I, I don't shoot low; I shoot high. And I'm not just yeah. asking people in my church. I'm not just asking my pastor. I, I am mentored by my pastor, by the way. And not everyone has that luxury. But I'm looking to people across the country, or even in Canada, that have those gifts. I have some friends in Canada, and I will. Um, I just look for the people who are doing it the best. I actually yeah. wrote down. Uh, multiple years in a row, Judah Smith's name, because he's one of my favorite communicators. So yeah. I've reached out to Judah Smith to be my mentor in that area. And uh, I've emailed him quite a few times. He's never responded. <laughs> but I didn't say Judah Smith's no for him. Yeah. I just shot for the moon. Why not yeah. ask? And, and yes, right. I watch his pod, watch his, his messages, uh, his books. So he is a mentor from a distance. But yeah. when, it, when it comes to reaching out to a mentor, don't say people's no for them. Mm. Maybe you might be thinking, well, they're busy. And man, I don't want to ask Anthony because he's a busy dude. and He's doing lots of big things. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't want to take the time. Don't say people's no for them. Reach yeah. out and ask yeah. and just see. And I start on that line. I just start small. I don't ask them to be a lifelong mentor the moment that I talk to them. Yeah. I just say, hey, I'd love to take you out for lunch or coffee. It's on me. I just like a half an hour of your time and I ask them for, for some of their time and I make sure to pay for the meal. I make sure to show up early. If, if they show up early, I got bonus time, right? I don't, <laughs> I don't take too much advantage of their time. I come loaded with questions. Yep. So I have all of my questions preloaded. And oftentimes if the conversation is going good, they'll give me extra time. And so I'll just be aware of that. I'll be sensitive to that. I'll make sure to let them go if they need to go. And, uh, and if that goes really well, um, I'll just say, Hey man, I love that. I'm so thankful for your time. Can I get your email address so I can send you a, a Starbucks gift card to your email? Um, it just is a way of my way of saying thanks. And then I'll follow up with them and say, man, I love that so much. Is there another time that we could do that? And by the way, I bend my schedule around their schedule. Yeah. If I'm asking yep. for their time, I don't, 
you know, give them my list of demands and expect yeah. them to bend their schedule. I say, what, what works for you? And yeah. uh, I give them options. And it, usually I, I, I do probably two or three of those. And if those go well, then I ask them if they'd be willing to, to spend some more time on a regular basis once a month or every other month. And again, you know, if there's no travel time involved, if we can just zoom or FaceTime, then I even, you know, then that takes the travel time out of it and I can yeah. uh, make the most of the time that we have together. So that's a couple of my tips and tricks when it comes to finding a mentor, acquiring yeah. a mentor. Um, and some people like I have one session with them and, and that goes really well and that's it. I don't, I don't feel the need to keep on meeting with them after that. Um, that one time is enough. And so um, I would just say, hey, if you're wondering, where do I even start? I would start with writing down the list of the areas that you want to grow. Yep. Then I would go next to who are some people that you admire that have those strengths. And then from there, reach out and ask them for some time and make sure to honor their time. Another yep. real cool tip that has worked for me, the next time I get together with that mentor, I'm letting them know uh, how I've applied. If they've recommended yes. a book, yep. I've picked the book up and I've at least started it. Yeah. If they uh, recommend, I was one of those mentors is a pastor that's an hour away. And uh, I met with him and we were really trying to grow in the area of our retention of our guests. We were, we were not retaining the guests that were coming to our student ministry at the time very well. And we were doing everything that we could, but we could do better. And so I was asking him what they were doing at their church. And he wasn't a youth pastor. He was a lead pastor, but he recommended three books. I purchased all of them. I started, I actually had read one of them within that month and we had started implementing the things that I had taken notes on from our conversation. Wow. And I let him know we've done this, 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 and this, yeah. uh, from what you recommended last time. And that's energizing more than me giving him a Starbucks gift card is him knowing that my time with him was not a waste. Yes. I'm actually taking what he's teaching him, teaching me, and I'm applying it right away. Yep. And so I know for me, as, as I try and have, you know, five young students that are in, in high school, young leaders that I mentor in a given, like in a given period of time in, in each season, I'm also meeting with uh, young leaders within our organization, our ministry college, on our team, some of the pastors and directors. Uh, I have yep. slots that I have open and available. I'm most energized by the ones that come with questions and I'm most energized by the ones who apply what I'm teaching. I'm not going to continue to give time to somebody who I give them an assignment or challenge them with something and they haven't even thought about it since the last time we met. And honestly, right. I don't have time for that. That's not yep. being rude. It's me going, you're not respecting my time. So yes. respect and honor their time and show them that, that what they're teaching is valuable. And so I'll give more time to people who show that all day, every day and uh, a coach. So that, that would be what a mentor is. The coach is somebody I've actually hired coaches for multiple different things in my life. I mentioned in our last episode, hiring a health coach, because I wasn't able to get it done on my own. I've hired a coach, uh, one of my, he was actually one of my mentors and he was really good at leadership development, te leading teams and their service, the way they ran their youth service was I, like unlike any I'd ever seen. And so that year, I hired him on retainer to come out a couple of times to view our staff meetings, to, to watch our service. 
uh, our services and to help coach me like a coach. You think about what a coach does in basketball. If you're, if you're struggling with your ball handling skills, they're going to put you through some drills, give you some practice exercises to go home with, right? They're going to make sure that they um, push you extra hard in practice uh, in those areas. They're going to, they're, there's going to be really a lot of to-do exercises for you, take-home exercises for you to do if you're hiring a coach. And a coach is really someone who encourages you, who fires you up, who motivates you, but also pushes you beyond what you yeah. think you can do on your own. And yeah. so for me, the difference as a coach is I'm usually paying a coach and I'm usually having them work on some very specific areas that I need growth in, whether that be my health or our service or leadership. And so um, I've had through the years, uh, I've used my conference budget, my church conference budget to hire a coach. Uh, there's a life coach that my wife and I uh, just were talking about. It didn't happen this year with the pandemic, but we want to rewrite our life mission statement and really wow. kind of refocus what the the next 10 to 20 years of our life look like. And so just writing out our mission and our values. And we were going to go up to his place. He's got like this retreat place on a lake in a cabin. And, and he was going to help do coaching to help us reformulate our mission, our values, um, and, and our mission statement. And so that coach is really taking a specific area and really honing in on that. And you're paying them that money to help grow. And you think about Kobe Bryant, or you mentioned LeBron James or, Michael Jordan, they pay high level coaches to help yeah. them take, you know, they're, they're not paying somebody like if they played that person one-on-one -on -one in basketball, they would kill them. But that person's going to help them hone in on very specific areas of their game that they can take to the next level yeah. and uh, help push them further than they would even push themselves. And so that's really the difference, what I believe between a mentor and a coach. Yeah. Oh, dude. So good. And I've seen, I think we have very similar stories, um, just hearing about you in, in Bible school. And that's how I was in college. I was not the smartest kid in the class. I was more focused on basketball than I was on ministry at that time. And I'll admit that I um, got to play ball in college and I was, I'd rather go out and do the drills on the court than I would, uh, hit the books for those four years. I also love relationships. Yeah. So I'd rather, rather be hanging with people than studying. So, um, Hey, I made it through, but, um, you know, just thinking back <laughs> to that time, man, there's, I tell students now, like, hey, don't let this, ju don't just do the assignments. Like you need to develop some relationships while you're at these, these Bible schools or whatever school you're at, because man, think of, think of, we would have had those mentors earlier on. If we could have yep. had, if I could have, you know, some of those professors that I had, if I could, could have really picked their brain earlier on, I could have learned some of the things I know now way back four, five, six, seven, eight years ago. Um, yeah. But man, when I stepped into my first ministry position, man, I was hungry and I knew a little bit of what to do just from my training, from interning from stuff like that but um the the game changer for me and i told you this man i i made a career off knowing nothing where it's like i wanted to learn to the extent where i was like i'm willing to throw away my ideas now as i as i grew as i understood hey this is foundational this is something that i do understand now let's build upon this there's some things where it's like you need to scrap and some things you can reevaluate now my big thing was same thing with mentoring um it was just, okay, where do we need to grow? If we're scale yeah. one to 10, if we're on a three, how do we, how do we make up those seven points? Who is at yeah. a 10? Who is, who is crushing it? And then same thing. There's guys, um, some have been on the podcast where I've been like, Hey, you know how to build culture. You know yeah. how to, to, you know, develop a service flow, how to lead a leader meeting, how to make your leaders want to be there on time, how to, you know, everything, the ins and outs of ministry, there's guys 
and girls who are out there just absolutely crushing it in the specific areas. And I love that you mentioned that with the trainers where it's like, Hey, the trainers are, are great basketball players in that example, but they have gotten so deep with the individual skills that they can teach yeah. the professionals. So yeah. who is it? Who do you want to be is one of the big questions. Um, what do you want to do? How, I love that you just started with where do you want to be, whether that be organizationally or leadership wise or personal development or certain areas within what you're leading, figuring that out is the first step and then figuring out who's doing it the best and then getting in touch with whoever is doing it the best. And um, man, love that you said, don't, don't say no for them. There's a lot of people that are going to say yes to your time. Uh, And I've, I've identified that over, over, over time where I've made some really cool friends um, just off asking, just by throwing it out there, just by figuring out, Hey, is this really possible? If not, I'll go on to the next person, but Hey, hopefully we can make this happen. And because of that, man, I've learned from some incredible people and, um, man, this, this topic, like I told you is just hits very close to home. Cause again, I feel yeah. like I started knowing nothing. I still think I know very little, but the very little I do know is from the people like you, like yourself who have poured into me and, and given me some of their wisdom. Yeah. And I would just build off of this. When I made the decision to lead like this was actually a mentor in my life that was, it's, it's my brother-in-law. And so he was, he was not someone I necessarily sought out or like, man, I really need to have him in my life. He was already in my life and quickly became a mentor. He's one of my first. And he asked me these questions. I, I owe this growth curve in my life to him. Um, but when I started applying what he was challenging me with, I grew further faster in that year than I'd ever, ever grown up to that point in my life. I was, I think I was 22, 23 years of age because I, I took the principles he was teaching me and I pursued three mentors. The reason why I have four is if I meet with them once a month, Anthony, I then, and, and, and I spread it out properly. I have one for every week. So it's just the way my brain works. It's like, man, if I I can maximize my week and have a new mentor pouring into me every single week of the month, I'm going to keep on growing. It's that slight edge of incremental investments. And, um, it doesn't always work out perfectly like that, but that's just the way my brain works. But I grew further faster in that year than I had ever grown in the first 22, 23 years of my life. And so I thought, well, if, if I grew that much in this one year, this is what I'm going to do for life. This is how I'm going to continue to pursue life. And now at the age that I'm at, a lot of guys slow down, you know, they become quote unquote, the expert, they become the people that, you know, others are pursuing for mentorship. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm doing this for others, but I'm the only way that I have much to offer is that I continually am being poured into. And so I'm pouring out what I'm learning. Yep to guys like you, but I'm also learning from guys like you. I'm being sharpened. When I hit 70, there's not going to be a whole lot of dudes older than me yeah. that are going to, you know, that I'm going to be able to learn from, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe not. Uh, I'm sure there will be some, but I'm going to be learning from guys younger. So I've thought already at this age, why would I wait until I'm 70 to start learning yeah. from people younger than me? It's reverse yeah. mentoring. As I'm meeting with you, I want to ask really good questions and learn from you as well. And I think we can actually learn from every, if, if I would have that mindset, it, it could be the person that's ringing me up, you know, my order for, for food this Christmas. If I ask really good questions that I could be learning from them, yes. right. And seeing yep. what they're offering is valuable. So that's one of my mentors taught me that is you can learn from anyone. We were walking into a school doing a school <laughs> assembly and, um, and hanging out with some students. And there was a janitor that let us in and he asked like, 
a string of like three or four good conver- uh, questions in our walk down the hallway. And he said, he looked at me, he said, you can learn from absolutely everyone. And I did. I picked up gold from this guy. I don't yeah. know who he was. I don't remember his name, but I've learned that if I will ask good questions, I can learn from anyone. And so having that growth mindset of being a lifelong yep. learner, you don't, it doesn't even need to just be a mentor that you're learning from. It can be, it can be that dude that you're walking down the hallway with that you just met. So I think that's important is having that kind of mindset. And Anthony, I know you have that. And that's why you even built this podcast for, mm. for the people that are listening. So mad respect, man. man. Thanks, man. Dude, I just appreciate you big time for, for being willing to pour into me and even hearing that you're, you're learning from me. That's just, man, just blows my mind. Um, I, I love all that, man. And I think a lot of that comes down to valuing people. Um, I think starting yeah. with the mindset of, of everyone being made in the image of God, man, everybody's seeing life uniquely and differently. And um, man, the other day, one of the coolest things I learned, I was at a middle school handing out donuts to the staff. And um, one of the women, that, I don't know what her job was, but uh, you had teachers coming into the student lounge and, and grabbing, or the, into the lounge, student lounge, so used to student ministry, coming into the teacher lounge and grabbing donuts and stuff. And this lady was the one checking in um, just their temperatures and stuff like that. And she just set the tone. She was so excited for that day. She was just making jokes with everybody. And I was like, man, I can learn from that. Just the way yep. that she is starting yep. off everybody's day here, the way that she is bringing the energy, the way that she's setting the tone, like that's it. Um, so yeah, it doesn't matter who it is. I mean, we can we can learn from people. And I think what's going to kill that is if we step into situations being skeptical or step into situa- situations saying, I know already. Yeah, you know, we, me and you are similar in that. We are lifelong learners. Um, we can learn from anybody. Believe in that and, and going into our days and our conversations with that, man, we're going to continue to grow. Um, it's just yeah. inevitable. So, yeah, so good. Yeah, so good, man. man. Dude, so this has been just awesome. If there's you, everybody, you could go back and just not listen to the whole first season of my podcast and just start with this mini series. And, uh, this would just set you up for, for years to come. Uh, so John, thank you again, uh, just for pouring out, just for sharing what you're learning and for pouring into me and for being one of my mentors and uh, not having to be one of coaches. Cause I don't pay you. So appreciate that, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's my honor, man. I love this. I, I could do this and not get paid for it for the rest of my life. God's created and wired Amen. me for this. So thank you for having me on, bro. It's an honor. Absolutely. We got one more week. Tune in next week to the Deep Work Podcast. Next episode will drop next Monday. We will see you then.